Good morning, and uh, welcome to our podcast here on the 10th of January. Sorry that this is going to be uh, a little bit later in the week. I've been under the weather and uh, recuperating a little bit, but I'm feeling better today. I'm here with Eddie Hammond, and uh, it's good to be with you, Eddie. Hi, Steve. Well, this last week, we're going to kind of get right to it. This last week, we uh, jumped back into uh, 1 Corinthians, and um, the title of the message was To Be or Not to Be, That is the Question. So... um, kind of dove into it last week. We kind of gave you a little preface. We talked about what it was all about. But Eddie, why don't you recap that just briefly as we kind of go into this podcast today. Well, I, I will, but I wanted, to, I wanted to start with this this morning. I, I came in here and I was listening to Christine DeMarco. Um, it is well with my soul. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it, it was profound in a sense that it, that, it, that it just kind of struck me that we as followers of Christ, we need to ask ourselves that every day, every Every morning, is it well with my soul? And if yeah. it's not, why is it not? And what can we do about it to right. to, to get it to where it needs to be? I I think that's a I, I think that's something that maybe all of us struggle with is 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 keeping close to Christ and keeping focused on Him because we have so many distractions. But man, that uh, yeah. That song really spoke to me this morning. So. That's awesome. If you're out there and you're struggling, get on YouTube or whatever and listen to that song and uh, mm-hmm. just bask in God's presence. So uh, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt there or go no, the wrong way, but you know what? Honestly, uh, I here I am uh, driving it forward, thinking, man, we got to get on this podcast and and get it done. We've got another meeting we're going to get to, but you've listened to the Holy Spirit this morning and you reminded me to uh, just settle down, you know, after you're being sick a little bit, you feel like, oh my goodness, I've lost a day, and it feels like I've lost a whole week, and and uh, it's a perfect well, time. I, to I just... don't think we we understand what what soul keeping, how important it really is. Mm-hmm. You know, John Ortberg got that book uh, about taking care of the soul, and I'm reading that right now, and it uh, uh, it's what it's saying. If you're if it, it, that's where it's at, it's in yeah. that. That's where peace and joy it comes from. And if your soul is not at rest, if your soul uh, is being neglected, it's going to cause problems in every area of your life. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a great segue to if you could just pray over the people today and and maybe over this podcast, of course. Lord, we love you, and uh, you're so good to us. Yes. uh, It's something that I continue to take advantage of sometimes, Lord, and is, is your grace and not to really um, give you all the praise and glory and adoration that I should. So I'm, I'm doing that right now. And I pray for yes. uh, everyone who hears this today, Lord, and, and whenever they listen to it, that's under the sound of my voice, uh, that uh, you would just touch them, hold them close, and just let them realize, Lord, how important soul keeping really is. And uh, I pray for this podcast today, Lord, as you speak to us through your word, uh, your word kind of gouges us sometimes and makes us readjust. And uh, I just pray, God, that we listen to you, Holy Spirit. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, I think the, the point that, that Paul was making there, to be or not to be, is his ad- advice is to, is to stay single because of, of different reasons. And uh, next week, or this coming Sunday, I'm going into that singleness. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be the last message I preach for a, a few weeks. Nonetheless, but we'll get in, you know, we'll talk about that. But anyhow, it, uh, and then he, he, he does get, get into 
married couples and, and what that entails. You know, he mentions the ideal lifestyle is singleness. But then he goes into what you sign on for as a husband and a wife that I think a lot of times we don't we don't know that going into it. You know, I said that Sunday. I said, really, I mean, I don't take a lot of time in premarital counseling because most of the time couples have already got their made, minds made up. But I, I just don't realize we know what we're signing on for when we slip that ring on that finger and say, I do, is the question. But nonetheless, he was talking about that how we give up our selfishness and our egos, in a sense, and give those to our mates, and that I'm giving my body to my wife versus her giving her body to me. So we don't really, we don't belong to ourselves. First, we belong to Christ, and then secondly, we belong to that mate. Right. And I know there's been a lot of uh, communication problems and that kind of thing in this whole in this whole issue. And uh, uh, Paul is saying that uh, sexual fulfillment needs to be looked at in a real serious matter, that it's not something to laugh about or brush off, but it, it, it's, it's so much a part of that oneness of a husband and wife becoming one and meeting each other's needs. I, I, and I said this Sunday, I, uh, I think there's a lot of cases, and I, I know a lot of times we blame females for this, but I think it's on the male side sometimes as well. We'll, we'll withhold that intimacy and affection to for grudges reasons or we're mad at them mm-hmm. or we just want to make them hurt a little bit and that's right. entirely wrong that's sin yeah and absolutely. that's what and that's i think that's kind of what paul was getting at here um and and then he did talk about abstinence by mutual consent for important reasons which is prayer and for a brief period of time but you can't keep that up because if you do it, it will open up doors for Satan to come in and get one of his claws in there and start picking away, and then before long you got you're going to have some major problems. Yeah, you know it, it delves into so many different issues when people start to think of of their circumstances and of their their lifestyles or their busyness or you know the traveling or the the processes and it's uh, the question. You know, uh, you mentioned something about this already, but you mentioned something about the selfishness and so the the i'd been thinking about your message and and uh, the relevancy to people that are living every day and when it comes to the thoughts like these there's this this feeling of what about me well wait wait a minute what about me exactly and so paul is addressing that singleness to say look when you're able to do that one-on-one with God and that what about me? And he turns it and he says, look, I, w- I just need you to surrender. Then in we're, when we're in a marriage and we ask that same question, we get to that, we get those selfish thoughts because we're, we're giving of ourselves and we are to give of ourselves 100 110%, right? To, right? to help fulfill and communicate well and all these other things. And um, but then the question in the back recesses of our mind sometimes says, well, what, wait a minute, what about me? And we, we let Satan get in there and he gets uh, these ill thoughts. But it's not necessarily always a bad question to ask if there's a healthy thought wrapped around it. Exactly. The what about me says, okay, I do have needs. I do have desires. And I look at the scripture and as we're both looking to work at this thing together, the what about me becomes us. And that union 
is, uh, whether sexually or communicating or uh, the processes of, of the what about us, develops a healthy, long-lasting relationship that, that continues to ask the great questions. Sometimes you, d- you do have to dig a little deeper. Yeah. Sometimes you do have to go through the muck and the mire to say, you know what, honey, I'm, I feel distant from you. Or, um, I, I've, you know, in the love and respect aspect of Stacy and I are getting ready to get into another relationship uh, class here coming up the beginning of uh, February, and we'll tell you a little bit more about that later. But in that process, that love and respect says, the, the, the man says, well, wait a minute, what about the respect I deserve? And the gal says, well, what about the love I deserve? And without recognizing that the center of it all is God, mm-hmm. we have this disunity. We have this selfish thoughts that become, um, well, I'm not, my needs aren't getting met, so I'm just going to look elsewhere. We've got to come back to the center where it is Christ. And um, I really appreciate you being uh, obedient to the Father as we go through Corinthians because there's so much there that a lot of times don't pastors don't want to bring up because it's kind of a it's too sensitive or it's it's a little uh, embarrassing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's real life. That's where the, that's where some of the church misses it sometimes. Well, it's we, like I said Sunday with our young people. Uh, you know, you should talk about sex in church because God created it. Yeah, they need to they need to hear that perspective. Otherwise, they'll hear it on the street or in Absolutely. the locker room or at school around the courthouse square, wherever. It, they're going to hear it. Yep. But it'd be better to hear it <laughs> from at least the, the church's perspective. And, and I know God's parents perspective. That's sit right. down with them as well. But they need to they need to hear it talked out in the open because it's it, it's not it, it's not. A, a dirty subject, so to speak. Right. It's 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 wholesome if it's done in God's way, and that that's what they need to hear. They need yeah. to hear adults talk about that. Yeah, they need to hear it from me. So and individuals and that are single and and uh, that that hear um, a lot of times might be quote unquote forgotten. They feel forgotten. Well, they feel left out sometimes. Left out. Third. They always talk about being a, an extra wheel or third leg or whatever, mm-hmm. a party or whatever. But but the, Paul attributes greatness to that in a sense Mm -hmm. self-discipline is huge there and when it's relatable to the holy spirit's guidance and direction he's like paul's like saying look kudos to you kudos to you congratulations for the fact that you've accepted this as a task as a as a as a role model and um yeah he, he almost alludes to the fact that they get greater blessings because they're devoting more time to christ mm. and the church he wants us to be good husbands and fathers and 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 that's and he understands that but if you don't have a mate or a family that you have to care for to devote all that time to Christ i really admire uh young people that that really focus on and there are some and i'm thinking of the young lady now uh, that has, has set aside really her dating life and that kind of thing to serve Christ and she's looking for different places in the world to go mm-hmm. and that's what she's done she's devoted it's almost like being married to Christ in a sense, not in the yeah. the sense from the Catholic perspective as a nun. That's kind of how they see that. But that she's devoting all of her time and energy and money and everything that she does in, into that. Yeah. So I I, I admire that. Mm-hmm. So well, one of the things that I want to address too, as we talk about the single, and then going into many of those that are listening to this podcast right now are married. We're not 
we're not saying, um, especially if you've had marital struggles, uh, well, you know, it's better to be divorced. And, yeah. and then, I mean, goodness gracious. Paul says absolutely not. Right. We, we, have, we have been given these different areas in our lives in which we need to focus in on. Some are married, some are single. Whatever our lot, may it be unto Christ. This is a big thing. The surrender means that, that our relationship one-on-one is first. And then as we look to surrender to uh, our marriage partner, to, to work on bettering ourselves so that our union can be great, mm-hmm. what great things happen from that marriage as you both unite in the oneness of Christ. Right. It's great stuff. Many, many wonderful couples out there and are a part of Crossroads that are, that are working on it. No couple is perfect. Because none of us individually are perfect. Yeah, exactly right. But we get to use the Holy Spirit, who's a gift from the Heavenly Father. We get to use the power of Jesus Christ. And in our families, uh, highlight those great areas in which we can do things together as a team. It's good stuff. Well, he, you know, at the end of that message, I, I, I kind of close this First Thessalonians 4, 3, and 4. For this is the will of God. We always want to know what the will of God for mm-hmm. is my life. Paul says it right here. He says, this is the will of God, your sanctification. That is, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. So that's the will of God, that we set ourselves apart from God, whether we're single or we're married. Right. Sanctification is a big word, and, and we hear salvation, we hear the forgiveness of sins. And then that sanctification is that next part where it says, through my, through my travels, through my journeys of this life, I want, to set, I want you to set my life apart from the things of this world, the sin. So that sanctification, yeah. just as you mentioned, setting apart. Um, wonderful thing, and, and is, is mentioned many times in, our, in the Word of God. Um, it's great. And can I pray? I'd like to pray over. Did you want to mention anything else? I want else? to mention one more thing. Okay, good. The, this message coming up this Sunday, Paul gives four advantages to being single. Advantage one is singles will encounter less distress from a hostile world. Two, singles will experience fewer difficulties on a personal level. Three, singles can expect fewer distractions from time spent on spiritual matters. And then the last advantage, number four, singles can enjoy greater concentration in their relationship with God. So that's kind of what's coming up this Sunday. Okay. What's the title of that message? God's message to singles. God's message Pretty to singles. Simple. I guess you just said that. I sometimes I listen and I think ahead and I then I get ahead myself. So yeah, that I, I, I uh, have that problem myself. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, relationships are big, and it really is truly about discipleship. It's truly about. Um, what God is intending on us to do as the church, within our marriages, within our our families, within our uh, you know to to our neighbors, and uh, it really is a big deal, and uh, it really is embodies the kingdom of Christ Amen. and our objective, uh, God's objective for us. Heavenly Father, I'm so grateful to be here with our pastor, to be able to spend this time and to talk out relevancies of our life and uh, things that are going on in other people's lives that we can help address through your, your word. And I pray, Father, that, that the people that hear this, that would get into your word daily, they would look to seek the power there. Many times we, we listen to 
sometimes very, very good resources, whether it be another pastor, whether it be a, another podcast that's, that's relatable. And those are absolutely good. Uh, but we neglect our time in the Word. And so we've, we see that that total encompassing really brings out uh, exactly what you want for our lives. And I pray, Father, that those that are maybe seeking things like in uh, 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 other areas that are not so good to seek, whether it had been um, places of uh, ill repute or, or songs or things, music that, that we listen to and it just puts in the negativity, I pray that they would curb that. They would, they would understand that, that um, listening to certain things are, that are not good for our ears to hear or our heart to, to obtain to, um, that they would push it aside and that they would seek you first. Father, I pray that all that we are doing through these podcasts will be to glorify you. I pray that the, that the Holy Spirit, you, Holy Spirit would go over these words that we've recorded and as they go out on the airwaves, that you would uh, be very pertinent and uh, appropriate for each ear that is uh, listening. Lord, we, we give you this time. We give you our lives. We give you crossroads. And we thank you for what you're doing in all of us. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap for this podcast. Thanks for joining with us. Uh, Like I said, a little bit late this week, but I I definitely was very, very important to get it on out there. So uh, come on into Crossroads this coming Sunday. Our service times are 9 and 1030 a.m. And uh, exciting times ahead. So God bless you, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.